Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal, guys. How you doing? Today's episode is called Press Record and Speak Your Truth, and it's going to be a part of what I spoke about in the last podcast and what I'm going to be speaking about in a lot of them coming up and what I'm going to be preaching to you guys and pounding it into your heads is that the life that you really want is available to you and you can absolutely have it. And it all starts with doing the things that you actually love to do and getting paid for them. Uh, Yeah, let's talk about it. I'm going to show you how I'm going to tell you how I did it. I'm going to show you how I know it works. And I'm going to give you the opportunity at any age. I don't care if you're 16 or 60. There's an opportunity for you to do something that you actually like doing. Baking, gardening, music, fishing, flying airplanes, building model cars, going bowling. And no matter what it is, I'm going to show you that there's a pathway for you uh, to make money doing it and even make a living doing it. So let's, uh, let's talk about that. So this is my message. I believe that this is the message that I'm supposed to send. It's my destiny to preach this message. (laughs) Seriously though, like everyone's talking about a better life. There's so many fucking motivational speakers and coaches and life coaches and entrepreneurs and business podcasts and fucking, uh, you know, I'm not even gonna rattle the names of them off. There's so many of them out there, right? Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and a lot of these guys have cool things to say, you know, a lot of them have a lot of a lot of value in what they say and they're smart guys, but they're missing the key component. I, I think that almost all of them are missing the key component is the secret to a happy life, right? The secret to I mean, and look, let's be honest about what a happy life means. Happy life does not mean constant happiness and like eternal bliss. That's that's not real. Happiness is one emotion on an emotional spectrum, right? An emotional rainbow. Happiness is one shade. And you can't be one shade all the time, right? You're not going to be orange forever. You're going to have blue days and purple days and green days and in-between days. And that's good. It's the way it should be. That's the whole spectrum of a life. That's, that's how it's supposed to be, a balance. But an overall happy life, this, the key to it is not a self-help book or hours in the gym or meditation. or All of those things are good things and they're helpful. I meditate. I do yoga sometimes. <laughs> I'm not like adamant about yoga, but I try to do it once or twice a week. Um, I exercise. I do all that shit. I do all the same self-help bullshit that everybody else does because there's there's something to that stuff. Absolutely. It makes you feel better, releases endorphins, centers you. I'm all about that stuff, right? But the component, the secret, if you want to call it a secret, it's really not a fucking secret, is when are you the most happy? when you're doing things you like to do. And especially if you're doing things you like to do with people that you like to be around, you're having fun. So why shouldn't work be fun? Like if you love to fish, fucking fish commercially. I don't mean go get a like tugboat and go across Alaska. Like that's not, I mean, you could do that, but I'm saying like, you know what? Fish for something that you can sell to a food purveyor or a restaurant or make a blog about fishing or whatever, you know, like there's so much opportunity out there now because of the internet. I I think a lot of you guys don't realize the power that this, this device, this thing that's in your pocket right now or in your purse or that you're listening to me on, this is not a phone. I mean, this has not been a phone for a long time. It's been more than a decade since this thing has actually been a phone. They're still calling it a phone, but it's not a phone. Making a phone call is like the dumbest thing that this thing does. You have the unbridled 
completely unharnessed power of the entire global knowledge database in the palm of your hand. The entire, listen to me here, follow me on this. The entire collective knowledge of all generations since the beginning of documented civilization until now is in something that fits in one of your hands that's readily available to you at all times. The entire knowledge of mankind. Every single thing that you could possibly want to know from how to go on a diet, how to start a fire in the woods, how to change a tire on a car, how to turn grape juice into wine, what plants are poisonous, what to eat, what not to eat, how to correct heart disease with diet. I mean, the the answers to all questions like this and millions more are in the palm of your hand at all times. You also have the ability to do something really, really special. Like, if you don't understand this, you, you have to get your mind around it, okay? Please, if you understand nothing else that I say ever, please understand what I'm about to tell you. When I was a kid, we didn't have the internet, okay? I'm dating myself a little, but I was a kid in the 80s and 90s. You know, I was born in 1979, and um, so I'm 39 years old, and a good majority of my childhood, like my early childhood was in the 80s, and then the second part of my, like, you know, junior childhood, junior high school that time was in the 90s. Up until 1996, 95, 96, there was no internet. Not available where I lived, for sure, right? So if you wanted to reach one person, you had two choices. Only two choices, by the way. I want you to think about this. No text messaging, no email, no social media, no internet. You had two choices to reach somebody. Three, I'm sorry, I'm completely wrong. You had three choices. Choice number one, you could physically take your body to where they were and see them. Choice two, you could write them or type them a letter and put it in the US Postal Service, drop it in your mailbox and wait a day or two for them to receive it, to read it. Or three, you could call them on a telephone and speak to them. Those were your only choices. If you wanted to reach more than one person at a time, you had the basically the same three choices. You could A, get those two people together at a physical location or the group of people together and then go see them physically. B, you could uh, write them a letter and, and mail it to multiple places. Or C, you could do a three-way phone call, which is as far as you could go. You could get three people on the phone at once and talk to today right now you have the ability as an individual not as a business or an entrepreneur or any of that shit just as a person you have the ability right now to reach a million people at one time with the push of a button people do it all the time people who aren't famous do it all the time people post something on they tweet something or they post something on instagram or a story or something that happens to them and they share it and it goes viral, and in one day, a million people are reached with, with their story or their message. It happens literally every single day. I've seen it happen. A waitress got a bad tip, or somebody did, said some racist shit at a restaurant, and somebody posted on like Reddit, and by the end of that day, there's a million people have interacted with it or seen it. A million people in one day. This simply was not possible when I was a kid. It wasn't possible. It wasn't possible 25 years ago. 
because fuck that it wasn't even possible 15 years ago because social media is really the thing that made that possible you know and social websites where you can post things and people interact and all that kind of stuff that's what made this possible so this wasn't even possible like when the internet came out like yeah you can do some pretty big like direct you know some email lists and things but not a million people so even on average an average person Look at your social following. An average average person has a couple hundred people on social media. That's, you know, between like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You have the ability to reach a couple hundred people at once with the push of a button. You can share yourself and your media that quick. Do you realize how important that is? So not only do you have the entire collective knowledge base of all humanity since the documented beginning of modern civilization until now readily available to you for free in the palm of your hand, readily able to be accessed 24 hours a day, seven days a week by simply pressing a button at ask Siri a question or ask Alexa a question and watch how you get the answers back or type it in my favorite, type it into Google and hit enter and watch what happens, right? That is amazing. But now the fact that you have the ability to reach out to so many people with the push of a button to literally reach like populations you can reach more people than are in that live than live in some countries you can reach with the push of a button in a matter of seconds is amazing now if you happen to be one of those people that has a large following like on a social platform you have a million followers or something then you actually can reach a million people in seconds with the push of a button think about the power that you have everything that you need to be financially successful Everything you need, follow me, everything you need to be financially successful, to make money, right, is currently in your hand. It's your smart device. Everything you need is on there. You have a camera, a microphone, the social media apps, email, text messaging, phone, every single tool that you need to make money or exploit your passions is right there. You already have it. Android, iPhone, it doesn't matter. They all have the same functionality these days. I mean iPhones, in my opinion, are superior to Androids, but Androids do all the same shit. They have cameras, they have you know video cameras, regular cameras, microphones, apps. So you already have this. Why aren't you using it to its fullest potential? What I can do every time I pick up my device and I podcast to you, because I, by the way, I podcast to you 100% of the time from my iPhone. That's what I use. I use an app called Anchor simple. I can use it on the go. I mostly podcast to you guys from hotel rooms or from automobiles when I'm traveling. I've done it from airplanes and I've done it from cars, cars all the time because I drive a lot. I commute a lot between New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, So I do it a lot while I'm driving because I can be hands-free as I am right now. I'm driving, I'm hands-free. I've created a podcast. It's gotten thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people to tune in and pay attention with something that was free. It cost me nothing to make this podcast, just my time and something on my phone. So I can just keep giving you examples. Every time I podcast, I can just keep giving you examples of no matter what your passions are, how you can use this device and how important it is the time that you're living in right now how undervalued what you have really is. People should be charging. Facebook and Instagram and these places should be charging what Google is charging for advertising. They should be charging what cable television charges for radio charges for advertising, but they're not. 
can run an Instagram ad for like six bucks and reach like hundred, like thousands of people for like six dollars. That's not an exaggeration. Like I've done it and I've seen it work. Like on a sixty dollar budget, that's like six dollars a day or something. Um, you can reach like eight thousand people for sixty bucks. I mean, tell me where where in the world previous to this could you ever reach that many people for sixty dollars? Like it did not exist. It, it it doesn't and it won't exist forever. So you're living in such a special time right now where you have the ability to take advantage of these things. Ever wondered if your artwork is any good or if your, your song is, if you just want to critique yourself in the public, anonymously even, take some good pictures of your paintings, create a business profile on Facebook and Instagram, take those good pictures, hash, use the hashtags in a little description to say what they're like, like, this new artist is putting out pictures in the style of Salvador Dali. For people who like that kind of art, you know, I'm just, give, again, just giving you an example. Run 50 or or $100 worth of ads on Facebook and Instagram against that photo with a link to buy, or not even to buy, you don't have to sell anything, with a link to critique, like a poll, right? If you want more comments or messages, you want people to tell you what they think of this art and get people's feedback. You, you will spend $50 going to a cheap dinner and a movie. You will spend $50 just going to the Olive Garden. Spend $50 on something you're passionate about and see how you size up and get some critiques. Now apply that to anything. Apply that to music or photography or whatever. If you're any type of a creator and you create anything, just apply it to those things and see how easily you can use that to get the voice of the public. If you've ever wondered, like, how do I, well, I've been painting for years. I've never tried to sell anything though, or I've never really gotten my work out in public. Here's your opportunity. In about 15 minutes, you can be fully set up and have pictures of your work on the internet being critiqued by real life human beings and figuring out if you're any good or, or where you where you size up. And if you get a really good response, then you might even be able to sell some shit, right? You, you see where I'm going with this? I gave you the fishing analogy. Like, I love fishing. If I had more time, because I'm already doing a podcast and a vlog, and you know, on a vlog on two platforms and a podcast on one, plus running like, I'm sorry, ten. I think I have ten companies now. I don't know. I lose track. Because at one point it was fifteen, and we closed some, and then I opened some more, and so but yeah, I'm running like roughly ten businesses, podcasting and vlogging, and I'm a father of two children. So. If I had more time though, I would do a fishing vlog like all summer, fishing on the river. I love going down to the river. I've got this quiet private spot in the state game lands where I go and I tuck down and it's a hike through the woods and you get down to the edge of the river and it's all overgrown with viney trees. It's beautiful there and I fish and I think and I love it. I meditate by the side of the river and I just take in the fresh air and I love every second of it. And I would love, if I had more time, I would share that experience and all the cool things you see at the river and a nice fishing vlog about what works and what doesn't work and what I've had success catching fish with and all fishing stories. And I bet you thousands of people would tune in and watch that every week on an IGTV thing, like an outdoors fishing nature show. Absolutely. So if you like to fish, go do it and then monetize that thing. And then you know what? In your spare time, design a fishing lure. It's really cheap. Design something like that. And then that's not a very flooded market, believe it or not. How many people you know are designing fishing lures? So like design one and then take it out to market and sell it and try to get it into stores. I mean, it, like with a little bit of elbow grease and just a little fucking bit of trying, you can literally accomplish these types of things and make dreams come true. I don't care what you're into. I don't give a fuck how good you are at it. Being good at something is important sometimes, but being passionate about something is important all the time. 
Maybe you're into ballet dancing and maybe you were never best in your class. Maybe you were an average dancer, but you were so passionate about ballet. You know everything about ballet. You love it. You love to watch it. You love to think about it. Maybe you have an asp- maybe you teach it or have an aspiration to teach it someday. You just love it. That passion will make you a way more successful vlogger or blogger or podcaster, a cheerleader for ballet than it will make the other person who might be really good at physically doing it but they're indifferent about it. Like they don't really care. It's not their whole life. You being passionate is what matters. Your passion is what's going to pay your bills. Your passion for it. Because when you talk about something, you're going to talk about it with zeal, with fire. You're going to spit fire on the mic. That's what you're going to do. You're going to get out there and you're going to talk about it. Like I fucking love ballet. Ballet is my jam. I love this. I love that. Just apply this to anything. Like I said, it doesn't matter what you're into. I know people that are getting paid to play video games. I know motherfuckers that are, have Twitch accounts. They're on Twitch making four or $500 a day playing video games. Listen, the good life that you're waiting for, I'm going to take it all the way back to the very beginning. That happiness that you're, everyone's talking about, how do you get happy? It's really simple. What did I say in the beginning? Doing the things that you love to do and also doing things you love to do with people you love to be around is called having fun. That's why you take vacations. That's why people go to parties or social activities because what I've just described is what happens at those types of places. It's fun to do those types of things. That's why people that's why people do it because it's fun. So, with that being said, your work can also be fun. Are you following me here like when you do things you love to do, it's fun. It doesn't feel like work. When you do things you're passionate about, you will enjoy every minute of it. Like, I love baking. Well, guess what, Melissa? Now you have a baking vlog and you've got thousands of people a week tuning in. And so these three companies want to give you an endorsement. They're going to each give you $1,000 a month. So that's $3,000 to use their products in your vlog. Oh, and then you're monetizing through advertising on your vlog and you're getting money from YouTube and you're getting money from IGTV and you're getting donations. All of a sudden, Melissa's making $10,000 a month doing a baking vlog and then she's doing seasonals and oh it's halloween time and she's doing halloween cupcakes and she's doing winter christmas cakes and you see what i'm saying like and this is this shit happens every day i mean it's not like you think all the big youtube celebrities like that's just like one group there's a hundred thousand other people that are not youtube celebrities that are still making a living doing like youtube videos because they don't need to be the most popular they just need to have consistent content that's racking up 80 to 100,000 views a video There's guys in there just do tutorials about carpentry and mechanics and this and that. And there's so many other platforms now. Try a little bit of everything. Get on IGTV. I love that one because it's like on Instagram and everyone's already there. Do YouTube. Do a podcast. Get the Anchor app. Do it. Like, it's so easy to get started. I'm not telling you that you're going to start your ballet blog and be like rich tomorrow. What I'm telling you is that if you are passionate about something, why aren't you doing it? The more you do the things you're passionate about, the happier you are going to be as a person every day because now you're dedicating time every day to do something you actually want to do. And you'll put more time and effort into that because you like it. And eventually, you will start to monetize it and make money from it. The end. See you next time.